Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. Collective amnesia and corruption. Age, as conventional wisdom goes, makes us mellow. We tend to accept things as they are, especially if they are something that, try as we might, we cannot change. However, two recent events have really disturbed me. The first was the involvement of high-ranking police officials in the drug trade. According to the National Police Commission Ad Hoc Advisory Group, 18 officers were on the list of suspects with alleged ties to the illegal drugs trade. This finding eventually led to President Ferdinand Marcos Jr. accepting their courtesy resignations to cleanse the force and give a new face to the anti-drug war. Apparently, five of the suspect policemen were already in the drug matrix prepared by a police officer who was ambushed in 2014. The second was the latest maritime disaster in Laguna Lake that killed 27 people, including children. Typhoon Agai's strong winds and big waves overturned the MBIA Express as it made its way to Tallim Island. As is usually the case with these accidents, overloading played a big part in why the boat capsized, apart from the nasty weather conditions it encountered on Thursday. The Banca could only carry a maximum of 42 passengers, including the captain and crew, yet the number of people on board exceeded 60. Meanwhile, only 22 people were listed in the boat's passenger manifest. It's not like I was surprised by these events, but I am really pissed off. My frustration is compounded by the realization that we seem to be unable to learn our lessons from the past. It confronts us with the reality that corruption has permeated the very fiber and sinews of the body politic. It's in the way that everything seems to involve dirty money, like in the case of the police officers making a profit out of the drug trade they're supposed to fight or coast guards and regulators letting boat operators take in more passengers than they are allowed just to maximize profit at the expense of passenger safety. It even trickles down to the fixers offering services in frontline agencies' queues. Many seem eager to trade their rank and honor for a quick buck or more perks. People in authority should know well enough to live by their motto to serve and protect the public, not themselves or their buddies. Saving lives of people, not their asses from retribution. As the saying goes, money makes the world go round. But there should be no place for making money in public service, especially at the expense of human lives. It is probable that we all share the blame, albeit to varying degrees. In 2006, Barack Obama observed that corruption erodes the state from the inside out, sickening the justice system until there is no justice to be found, poisoning the police forces until their presence becomes a source of insecurity rather than comfort. Removing erring cops from power by accepting their courtesy resignation may prevent future crimes. But because no cases have been filed against them, they are still entitled to benefits and pensions. Since nobody was penalized, there's always the risk of the force doing business as usual. For the police, or even the Coast Guard, the question is how to deter criminal behavior from within the ranks. How do we limit the temptation to abuse their status and position for personal gain? Would higher salaries and more attractive benefits work? Or is having a truly independent internal affairs mechanism enough? But these entail waiting for erring officers to be caught rather than dissuading them from committing corruption in the first place. Prevention is always the best measure. The U.S. National Institute of Justice says, the certainty of being caught is a vastly more powerful deterrent than the punishment. But can the same be said in the Philippines? One can certainly hope so. It is all about the strength of its institutions, transparency in procedures, and less inequality in incomes.